Hi everyone, Tati Lotiger here. I am your host for the IWAB Female Factor Podcast. IWAB stands for International Women in Business. We are a network headquartered in Sweden, in Stockholm. And this podcast is to share knowledge and we will learn from our guests and they will share not only their career journeys and their challenges and how they overcame these challenges, but also to hear who were the women in their lives, in their journeys that made a positive impact in their careers. And that's what we call the Female Factor Podcast. Welcome. Today, I'm super honored and proud of introducing you my next guest, and they are two teenagers. One of them is 15 years old, and that happens to be my son, Niklas Lechtiger, and his school friend, Robert Aleshenko. They are the creators of the Let's Talk Numbers podcast, where they cover global finance news and the impact in investments. So let's start with you, Robert. Please take us to the journey of you being um, Nicholas' classmate, uh, you go to an international school together, uh, but where does this passion about finance uh, started? Yeah, okay, thank you very much for having me. And yeah, so my name is Robert, I'm 16 years old and I come from Russia and my family is fully Russian. And I kind of got into finance because, well, my whole family was kind of just finance. Uh, I had a father who was a businessman and an investor and then my mother went to economy in university here in Uppsala, not far away from in Stockholm. And I mean, it was always just money, 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 money in the, fa- that at the was family the table. Talk. Yeah, that was the dinner <laughs> talk. So you got, I, I just kind of got interested as uh, I grew up and uh, I was very interested in numbers and, you know, because finance is all about numbers, statistics, and it's very factual in some ways. And I kind of like that because then, yeah, I just... As time grew and I became smarter and I kind of find an interest for it. Good that you like numbers then. Yeah. Because it would be impossible for me. I chose to be a lawyer because I just hate numbers. So I'm so glad that I guess Niklas also likes numbers. And and so that's that's how you got interested into finance and the yeah. stock market. And then you, how did you um, got into the conversation with Robert about um finance that's a funny story Mm -hmm. um I don't remember very clearly but I do remember some key like little events where um it was a little while back maybe a a month or so back or something where um something oh you're right you were talking to someone about uh, stocks right and then I came up and I asked um what's this about and then you showed me all this like um you were talking you talked to me about stocks and um different kind of like finance and investing and stuff like that and you kind of like reawakened this interest I had in stocks that I had a few years back when my dad told me about it. I've always wanted this kind of sense of independence with money making and stuff and not having to be told to do things. I can like decide on what I want to invest in, where I want to put my money in. You, re- you reawakened that kind of interest I had um, a few years back. And I was like, oh, wow. So I can't, we, we kind of just like, it just clicked exactly in some it, just, ways. it just kind of clicked we just both was started... this on break time was this oh yeah the I think it was on break time. yeah yeah yeah. it was just right next to the lockers it was just okay. like any other normal day and robert tell me were you the type of 
friend that will just talk numbers with friends around or no no not really i mean it kind of just came up as a conversation it was just a regular i mean obviously i do have some friends but I, it's not like school friends usually mm -hmm. with school friends you talk about you know what happens in school and yeah, the what's weather, up. yeah exactly you, you don't talk about numbers you talk about silly things you don't really talk mm -hmm. about numbers and I guess it just uh, we just had a conversation and kind of just came to that and then Nicholas came along and it kind of just started from there that's amazing so it was like you know that that day you were precisely talking about something that got his attention and I know you have always been interested in getting to invest in the stock market, but right. you didn't know how. Yeah. And yeah. now you are hosting a podcast together with Robert precisely about that. Right. Because you read a lot, you read a lot about the news, but is this because he wants to, or is this because you have kind of guided him into, you know, to, to understand the markets, you really have to learn, you know, what is in the news. Uh, your first episode was extremely interesting. Uh, it was actually, no, it was, you covered like four topics. So how, let's go to how did you jump from a regular conversation on break time to founding a podcast? I mean, Robert. I think, Should uh, I, start? I, I think Nicholas can tell yeah. more about this. Mm -hmm. Right. So um, it was, yeah, just like I said, we started talking finance. We increasingly started talking more and more about um, investing stock markets was recently happened and how the global market is just, uh, always changing thanks to different kinds of reasons and I was talking to my dad about this I was talking to my dad because he was the one who um, got me to know about investing and stock exchange and such like that um, I went to my dad and I started telling him these things that first of all I told him about Robert and his um, uh, like habit of teaching me these kinds of things about Knowledge. investment mm -hmm. and I also told him that I have I re reawakened my interest mm -hmm. in investing and this time I genuinely want to know like be serious about it talk a little more about it yeah. um, more than I did last time and this feeling of like being taught these things like you know I was being ed almost educated by Robert mm -hmm. these kinds of things and I felt you know what it wouldn't it be a great idea um, if we, we, if we, you know, together could try to, well, he explaining and me simplifying a little bit, we could talk to and educate other people about investing, just like how he taught me. So that's the sharing knowledge was important. Right. For we both wanted to have the like, share knowledge with others, mm -hmm. spread our knowledge, educate other people, um, either about the stock market or how other different kind of um, things that happen around the world can affect the global market. So. And what do you think about having this you know this idea coming to you did, did, surpri did, did it surprise you or how did you get to say okay uh i'm on it i mean it's mostly because it's such a big interest for me i i was uh, very happy and i was more than happy to do it because it felt like a great idea and i was already doing a lot of research on the stock market because i'm very delicate with my work because i work with small numbers so with me every little penny is important so i'm very delicate with my money and uh, how old are you again 16 years old that's amazing and I you know, are I'm 15 15 and just one newly month. 15 i know yes. i know <laughs> you're my son so i know <laughs> okay so but you have never thought about having like records of your research and sharing no. your knowledge with anybody yeah that that came with nicholas and it's a very i thought it's a very good idea because uh what in my head, I was thinking that at the beginning, he can be more of a simplifier 
and kind of uh, explaining it to the common people. But as he grows with knowledge and he, as he grows with experience, I thought he can take a bigger role and he can even do some of the topics more solo mm -hmm. and delve into the areas where I don't understand that much and he can teach me and then we can kind of balance ourselves up. That's, that's amazing. You know, it, it's like partnership is all about that. And it, it's something that I can, I can tell you after my many years of working as a lawyer, as a business lawyer, that sometimes uncommon partners are the best in business because of the creativity and the diversity in thinking. So, you know, you, you will balance out, you know, your, your, your flaws and then, you know, you will learn from each other. So this is that the relation that started as a mentor-mentee is yeah. reversing mentoring, which is very nice to see. Um, so what is it that uh, is, has been the challenge in setting up the podcast? Ooh. Well, we <laughs> both branding, we both have topics. met our own respective challenges. I've met challenges because when we started, I was kind of like the marketing guy, you know, and I'm kind of still have like the, I, I I mainly take the role of being the marketing guy. Of course, he doesn't sometimes, but I mainly do it. And the challenges that I faced was how to attract an audience. You know, how do I get people to click on both our podcast? video and just basically spread the existence of us the knowledge about how we exist mm -hmm. and robert himself I think, yeah you can talk about like the challenges you faced because he was more about the researching things and stuff like that finding either really good topics or just you know me and us two talking about what topics we want you know he was like the researching the one who thought okay i think this is a very important factor okay so you market. have divided your, right. your role we had so like a respect at the beginning challenge. It was the marketing and social media yeah. and then you, the content and what will be relevant for that week, for example, to talk about. Yeah. Uh, I remember uh, that you guys discussed Bitcoin. Um, was it something that made you choose, for example, those four topics? Where, where, because I know that week in China and I think it was uh, El Salvador. Uh, countries that were, you know, that the news were about Bitcoin. Right. Um, how do you, Robert, decide that this will be the four topics? Is it because it's in the news or is it because the prices in the stock market are good or are influencing, being influenced by Elon Musk? What, what is it that made you choose the topics? What, uh, specifically those four, I looked at which ones were the biggest at the time and which ones kind of uh, were uh hard to explain and uh, topics that we could break down and explain because el salvador a lot of people ask what really went wrong and why bitcoin crumbled in that case so i thought it could be a good topic to break down and discuss and because bitcoin is such a massive topic i mean a lot of people uh that's why the whole genre of armchair investors and people that common folk that are getting into investing a lot of them invest into bitcoin so this could be an interesting news for them so it's kind of me mixing up of uh, finding the right topic in terms of how much traction and how big it is, and as well as to finding out, um, does it fit our target audience, which is, it's kind of a mix of both uh, more advanced people, but as well new learners. Mm -hmm. So we just want to target and uh, focus on not that specific. I try to avoid the news about the bond market or things like that, because I feel like that's a more complicated uh, topic and it's not the type of um, options or it's not the type of uh, markets that our target audience would delve into because i believe that yeah you're not recommending people to invest in this today no i do recommend um, oh you do i do recommend but i believe that the bond market that's a very uh that's a very safe investment mm -hmm. and 
when you invest into bonds, you invest for the very long run. You and for you, news that happen on in one day or in two days don't really matter. But stocks, it's a compared to bonds, is a much higher risk, and therefore the news can really affect the equity market. And therefore, I believe it's much more important to look at the equity market more closely, especially oh, okay. with Bitcoin being such a volatile industry. I mean, as we saw, saw one person being able to change the price of Bitcoin by twenty thousand dollars. Crazy and 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 uniqueness. When Robert picks up, for example, uh, topics like that or news like that, um, would you agree with him, or would you bring him more ideas, or would you? What? what how that's, would you? That's an interesting question because um, we try to we we implemented this little thing where we had two different kinds of podcasts. First, like one type of the first type of podcast we had was more about like a news podcast. We we, we give a brief mm -hmm. kind of like an overview about what recently happened and what changed and what could change and what, what people should expect in the future. And while our second type of podcast is a podcast where we have a more conversational kind of podcast where we talk and ask questions, just like here, we just ask questions to each mm -hmm. other. And um, yeah, that's like two little different things that we implement. Well, do in real life, asking for advice for example hey robert because that will be interesting to well, hear if you're listening to a podcast and then you're like hey by the way i didn't get it you know what should i invest today in like bonds or stock would you would you include that like 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 the you know the real uh live advice for example right. um well, you, or you are filtering I'm, everything i'm not saying. that kind of teacher because mm -hmm. there i'm i try to show and not tell I try to show Nicholas systems and what he should look at. Mm -hmm. uh, what are the key factors he should look at? And for example, trying to explain what short selling is and trying to break down concepts and tell it how it is. I'm trying to show him how the market works so he can understand and tell himself what's right and what's good. Because I don't want to take up the role of telling him what's right and what's good because that's my opinion. But I want mm -hmm. him to build up his own opinion. And that's really good because, yeah. you know, Nicholas Gates, he, he doesn't take risk as you know lightly he will analyze and he will stop that don't, don't you think that oh well, yeah you of just course. invest and throw all well money? no because um, obviously you save a, a lot that's a, that's a reckless idea um i do save yes i do save up money i realized the worth in saving money after you created a little bank <laughs> account behind my back <laughs> and so saving money there yeah but um yeah so well, I wouldn't recklessly spend, but definitely I would take my time with it. Yeah, and um, also just to add on a little bit what we said, what we talked about just a few moments ago was that um, what Robert, like in a really nutshell, really simple idea about what Robert does is that he like he presents data, he gathers and presents data, but he doesn't tell you what to do with it, but he presents it. So it's like he he gives he gives you the decision of what to do with that data, you know, and how to use it. Mm. And what about understanding um, the differences between how a person that with no knowledge will be able to understand? And this is taking me now to the second part of the podcast. Uh, what would be the advice for those that have never invested or have are bad at max, <laughs> uh, but they still want to invest? Right. Um, would you recommend, for example, people just recklessly, recklessly going and investing in Bitcoin? Or would no. you tell them to go to the traditional stock market or bonds? Or would you give that kind of um, guidance to those that have no idea? Well, I believe that 
what's so good about the stock market is that it's so wide. It allows you to do anything. And I feel like the first thing you should do as, an, as a beginner is you take low risk. You shouldn't take risk on yourself and you should really find out what your options are. Because unfortunately, nothing but the best investors with the most expensive equipment have access to every single equity and every single market. So what you should do as a beginning step is find out what your options are. What are your options in terms of getting a brokerage tool? I'd say some uh, good starting points could be your local bank. Maybe your bank has a brokerage tool that helps you set up an investment account and try to go from there. And as well, once you find out that you have multiple options, look at the balance sheet. Look how much percentages everything is going to take because these banks are not your friends. They, they want to make money from you. So you have to find out how much percentages they take out to find what the best option is for you and try to really um, style your investing around what you want and what you're seeking. And the best thing and your tools is your number one thing. So you have to look at what tool you want to use and what tool fits you best. And that's the very first thing you will do. And that's my very first tip. Mm -hmm. The second one is find out how much money do you have? And for when it comes to the question of money, think of stock markets a bit like gambling. Only put in the money you're willing to waste or you're willing, think of it as throwing it away and burning it. Because if you're putting in your whole money, then you are taking even more risk on yourself. Even if you take a very safe investment, the fact that you're putting in so much money on it and you're putting such a big risk, yeah. So that's why amount also plays in it. So you should only put in uh, the amount of money that you're willing to lose. And I say, try not to pick, make an upfront because it's, it's very hard for people to deal with these big numbers at once. Try to break it down, maybe say, I take 3% of uh, my money that I get this month into here, 2% here. Maybe you had some more, you can put in 5% and try to make it really and go bit by bit and try to increase it. And then step number three is once you've gained all that money, diversify. Never put your eggs into one basket. Your eggs should be spread around the whole world. You know, if China's Chinese stocks go down, well, it's not that, it's not that bad because not all 12 eggs broke, maybe just one. So you should spread out and, for example, invest into some emerging markets, get some Russian equity, Chinese equity, Latin, America. Latin American equities, and get some developed ones. Americas, the European markets, all great places for investing in Japanese, in Japanese markets. So, and I would recommend that in the beginning, because you are playing with, uh, you should play with lower risk, in my opinion, in the beginning, you should go for around, I would say 80%, 70 to 80% of your portfolio should be developed markets. So stocks or equities that are located in Americas, Europe, so the developed countries, because those are more safer bets generally. Okay. And what would you add to, to the takeaways that you can give to those listening, Niklas, about this experience that right. you have learned? Through all this process, I think that um, what the what what people who want to start investing should really do is adopt this kind of um, habit of really really spending their time looking into one stock, and this is what I've seen Robert Duquela. He has this habit of taking his time and really looking into the history or what like you know that certain either company or um, you know business is doing, 
really look into it. Don't just like, because what I see a lot of people do, a lot of investors do, is they maybe look at one company for an hour or two, perhaps, or three. Just, you know, like they browse really over what they've been doing recently. And then just, maybe, oh, okay, this looks good. And they invest in it. What I see Robert do, and he lays several um, hours spread over weeks in looking into one single business or maybe a handful of them and just really analyzing how they're doing or what they're doing. And, you know, in general, just really finding, like knowing them inside out, basically. You so know, mastering. The, exactly. Mastering. What's happening in the market. Exactly. Yeah. And I see Robert do that. And mm. yeah, it's basically like in conclusion, what you said. Mm. So I think that the, I think people who are going to start investing really should start before they invest, should start to adopt this habit of really, really like look into what they want to uh, want to want to um, invest in. I remember this really famous quote that Robert told me not too long ago about if you only had 20 uh, things invest in, if you only had 20, and by the end of the 20th investment, you would be a millionaire. Because if you really spend your time looking into each of these investments before you reach 20, you would already be a millionaire. Wow, that's the type of advice that you're giving my kids. That's really good. <laughs> I'm so happy that you guys found each other. <laughs> this is bringing us almost to the end of the podcast. And we cannot live without asking you, who are the female factor in your life? Who is the female, the, 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 the woman behind your success or that has made a positive impact in your life? Well, obviously my mother. I mean, my mother, she was, she took civil and company economics in Uppsala and she really helped me to explain these topics because I would often come to her and ask about what does this or that mean? And she would really explain it. And it's much more different from stock markets and equity markets because that's much more simpler. It's a bit, it's way more logical. Whereas when you talk about more political and more, um, macroeconomics and uh, how it functions as a government and as a system uh, I've always come to my mother and she was really the one that boiled a huge interest in me you know in the whole of this and she supports me very much in this and what about you Niklas well that will be you because your work ethic your pod, your IWB your podcasts have always been kind of an inspirational source to me when I be, when I was developing uh, let's talk numbers together with Robert. The idea itself of creating what was first a um, little, um, I believe, a club in school that turned into later a podcast, the very core idea of that came from your podcast, from your group, IWIB. The you sharing knowledge and teaching others about your own experiences and sharing ideas was a really inspirational, you know, source for me. And I tried to, I tried to mimic that. I tried to mimic um uh, your ideas your kind of like you know core concept into our podcast and your work e your work ethic also really motivated me like your you like the amount of time you put into this IWIB into your podcast really motivated me to work on my own and to really do my best in let's talk numbers well thank you so much robert alchenko niklas latiger from let's talk numbers thank you thank you thank you for having us Thank you for listening. To learn more about this episode, you can read the description or you can also go to our website www.iwib.online. You can also follow us on Instagram at IWIB Business Network. Until next time.